Let's start with the absolute superstar, well, of broadcasting. Um, he's been doing it for so long, way back in the early 90s to now. He's uh, emceeing the greatest stadiums in the world. And, yeah, well, you might have seen him uh, if you're at the tennis over the last couple of weeks. And that is a former host of Saturday Disney and amazing James Sherry. G'day, James. G'day, how you going? Oh, fantastic, <laughs> mate. Thank you so much for joining us. I'll tell you what, that's a, that's a pretty nice introduction there. You've, you've really pumped up the tyres there, mate. Well done. Well, as I should, you're a you're champion at this, mate. Um, <laughs> Take us, take us all back. I mean, I'm fascinated because, I mean, as, as I spoke to you, you know, the last couple of weeks, I was a massive fan of Amazing. Like, had it, yeah. was that fun to do? Oh, look, it, it was so much fun. There were, you know, over the, the period of 10, uh, 10 series that we created, 2,500 young people from either, you know, southeast Queensland or, or around Perth came on the show. Uh, we just had a heap of fun and someone videotaped it and we put it on TV and, you know, everybody loves it. So, um, yeah, look, it was it was one of the best periods of my life. It was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> so good. But they do say don't work with animals or children. So, I mean, how did that... Uh, I mean, yeah, there would have been some rough, think, rough bits. Uh, well, you know, you've got to, you know, you, if working with animals and children <laughs> is absolutely fine if you know how to handle it. Yeah. The, you know, it's the people who don't work with animals, animals and children all the time that, that struggle in that space. So, no, I don't, I don't put credence to that expression yeah. at all. <laughs> um, how, how did you get involved? I mean, obviously, before that, you were at Saturday Disney for ages. Was it just a swap over roles? Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Um, got getting towards the end of the year on Saturday Disney, and I said, uh, "Hey, look, you know, I've been doing this for a while. Is there, is there something else?" you know, that maybe I could do. And um, and they were just getting amazing set up. So I auditioned for it and, um, yeah, bang, there you go. Walk straight into it. And, I mean, this is the, the thing I also said. I was shattered that I was never involved in it and, you know, watching it, I always wanted to, to be on it and do it. But um, it was in Brisbane, though. That's right. It was in Brisbane initially, wow. and then uh, and then they moved us over to uh, Perth to do some episodes, a couple of series over there. So oh, yeah. yeah, if you weren't in Brisbane and you weren't in Perth, then unfortunately you you couldn't be on the show. So look, I, I do apologise sincerely for that. It's oh, okay. I'll, I'll try and move on. I mean, I just, <laughs> are you going to be all right? I think so. I think it looks so. I mean, it just looks so much fun. And I mean, I, I watched an episode of it last week uh, just yeah. to rejig the memory. Um, I mean, some of the lines that you came up with at the time were just really funny and original, but unfortunately they fell flat with the kids. Oh, well, because they weren't for the kids. <laughs> some of the, a lot of the humour in there was for the for the mums and dads who were watching alongside with their kids. So, you know, you can imagine a kid coming home from school, sitting down in front of the TV, turning on Amazing, and the parents in the background having to listen to it. You know, like, you, you've got to give them a little bit of something, something as well, so... You know, it's a little little bit for the for the grown ups in the background. Oh well, that's very clever, very clever. Um, and also, you I mean you, there's also I mean, I'm reading off your Wikipedia here. Um, you're also oh, in a, a mate, few, you're not you're not sourcing me from Wikipedia. I'm not too sure if any of it's true. I, I, I dabble in it, but uh, you're on Blue Healers by the by the what I read. That bit's true. That, that bit's true. true. Oh, right. Yeah. I, uh, I went to Mount Thomas uh, oh. after doing my hairdressing degree and, yes. um, and someone didn't like their haircut, so they stabbed me in the oh, throat with a no. pair of scissors. Oh, yes. oh gosh. Did you um, recover? As a, as a young actor, yes. it's, uh, it's always good to get, 
you know, uh, a job on one of these series, like a long-term series like that. And um, and I thought, oh, this is, this is my break. I'm going to be right here. And then oh, reading the script that I'm, I'm going to die in the episode. It's like it's hard to come back from that. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's the evil twin that's come from, you know, interstate yeah, and it. moved into Mount Thomas. You know, that could always be an option, I guess. But they didn't they didn't do that? No, mate, no. no. no it was just, a, just the one. It wasn't even a whole episode. I reckon I was there for half of it. So, Oh, shattered. Oh, well, at least... Uh, you, you've got to die early so that they've got time to investigate the crime, you know? Of course, yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. Well, that was a ripping TV show, so well done on that. Oh, uh, the, thanks. The other ones, a man from Snowy River and McLeod's Daughters, I'm not too sure... No, no? no that, that, those bits are made up. Those bits are made up, oh, right. Yeah, or I did them and I just don't remember doing them. But <laughs> you've got to be careful. You've got to be careful using Wikipedia as a source. Well, that's right. I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a bit shaky with it. Uh, but one thing is true, that you've moved into MC and um, um, and also, um, what do you call it? Um, ground announce- sports. Gre- yeah, ground yeah. announcing. Uh, sports and- production. I was, I was very lucky. Go on, sorry. Yeah, sorry, how, how did you get involved in that? Well, that's how I was going to take you through that. Thank I was you. very lucky working with Channel 7 um, on Saturday Disney and Amazing. And then um, they built Colonial Stadium, now Marvel Stadium, down here in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And um, they, I got a phone call one day and they said, you're into footy, aren't you? And I said, yeah. They said, do you want to do some, like, presenting on the big screens at the ground? And I went, yeah, that, that sounds like it would be a bit of fun. Yeah. So I started doing the football, um, you know, on-ground stuff. Uh, for the AFL, um, mm. or for Channel 7, for the big screens. And then, uh, yeah, through that, I got introduced to the people doing cricket, and they said, do you want to do some cricket? And I said, yeah, I'll do the cricket. So I now do test cricket every summer. And um, and from that, I met people who were doing the work at the tennis, and I got into the tennis. Oh, so dream I get job. to cover the AFL, the yeah, international cricket. Yes, yep. and the uh, and the, the Australian Open is pretty much my year. So it's... um. Yeah, I'm spoiled. I'm oh. very spoiled. What, um, have you ever been nervous before an event or, you know, a time that you've been out there and thinking, oh, gosh, um, am I prepared for this? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anytime you're doing, uh, for example, if you're doing the, you know, an anthem ceremony on Boxing Day and, uh, you know, it's Australia versus India, um, you, you know you're being beamed into, you know, millions of households across the world. Um and people are watching that as you introduce that. So you, d- you don't want to muck that up, you know. Um, you know, Rod Laver Arena the other night, I, I introduced uh, Novak Djokovic and Stefanos Tsitsipas onto court. And, you know, there's TV cameras beaming that to millions of households across the world. Plus, you know, sitting in the stadium, you've got the Prime Minister and you've got Rod Laver himself and, you know, all the bosses from Tennis Australia who, who've basically employed me. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, you, you do get nervous sometimes. Yep, no, fair enough. You wouldn't be human otherwise, I suppose. Well, look, and it's an important part of the process because getting nervous, it makes you think about it a bit more yes. and um, it makes you do a better job. Make sure, you, you know, you, you dot all your I's and cross your T's. Well, that's that's right. what the nerves make you do. Are, are you? I mean, are you? Did you grow up a footy supporter or, or you know, a sportsman? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my dad, my dad was born in Victoria. Uh, yeah. My mum and dad, and they moved up to Queensland to have family. So I was born in. I was born a Queenslander, um, but I played AFL. So right. I was a, a rare kid in the seventies. Um, I was a bit of one of the odd, odd ones out. 
Um, under 11 premiers, by the way, uh, with Cooper Football Club. So, yes, thank you very much. Well um, <laughs> I can hear the thunderous applause from your audience. Um, <laughs> so I've got my premiership medallion, yep. well, it's a pin, uh, from the under 11s. Um, but, yeah, uh, always loved, always loved uh, Australian football and, yeah, just... Uh, you know, I love it with a passion. Very yeah. good. So, who do you do? You, do you follow Brisbane or a team? Yeah, Brisbane Lions. Brisbane yeah, Lions. Brisbane Born and bred. So, you know, that's um, it's in my blood. It's yeah, in my blood. Fair enough. And how, how do you reckon they'll go this year? They've recruited and drafted and did everything right in the off season. Well, they they, they probably can't I lose mean, it this year, can they? Well, yeah, don't you can't say that though. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we'll do all right. Oh, you know, my two sons have been heavily indoctrinated with uh, Brisbane Lions and I was chatting with them. They asked me actually the other day how we're going to go. Yeah. And I said, well, we've done some decent recruiting, um, you know, so we made the prelims. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, met a very good Geelong, uh, but with our extra recruits and with, you know, the way Geelong have changed, maybe there's a chance yep. that we'll play the grand final and win it. So, you know, you can always be hopeful. You can. You can. No, well, that, oh, I reckon, that, I mean, I'm a Melbourne supporter, so I think you'll be playing us in the grand final. So, uh, oh, nice. Yeah. Hopefully we get the same result as the prelim. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's not. Let's not. Let's hope they uh, do what they did in the previous games. Um, now, also the, the tennis uh, has just wrapped up over the weekend and another winter... Yep. Uh, Novak Djokovic, uh, are you sick of seeing him uh, win things? Uh, look, when he does it as comprehensively as he does, look, yes, we all go, oh, he's won 10. Like, amazing. he won nine prior yeah. to the final. And it's like, oh, it'd be really nice, wouldn't it? Like, because we're all back underdogs. Wouldn't it be lovely to see Sitsipas get up and win it and yeah. get his first? You know, Novak's got 21. That's, you know, that's okay. That's he, can, nice. he can move on now. Um, but, you know, when you watch somebody like him play, oh. it is... It's it's textbook. It is you know if you if you want to play tennis, watch Novak Djokovic and do what he does because that's how you're going to be a good tennis player. He is. There's no words to describe him. He's just unbelievably good. So you've you've gone obviously through the through the um, ranks of course. I mean you would have seen uh, Nadal and Federer as well. Uh, I mean, is, in your opinion, um, being at these games, is he the best? On paper, with his record, um, I guess you could argue a case for that. But it's very hard to say. I mean, you know, on the night, we had Rod Laver there. Now, it, what he has done in tennis and what, you know, over and the time that he was playing, he's now got a stadium named after him. He's got a tournament named after him, you know, the Laver Cup. Mm. Um, it, how do you compare someone who... Uh, you know, worked for Volley, Dunlop, back in the day. He worked for Dunlop. Um, he got four rackets a year, and that was it. That's the, that was the, yeah. the, the donation to him. Uh-huh. Um, how do you compare that with somebody who now has an entourage of 10 people, perhaps, um, has, you know, they, they probably break four rackets in one match. You know, like, it's a very different world. It's a very different game. The, yeah. the services they're playing on the balls, the rackets, the strings, it's all very different. So, yes, Novak Djokovic has got great stats and is has the best record at the Australian Open. Is he the best of all time? It's impossible to answer. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, you've answered that very well, James. Very good. Um, now, uh, just before we wrap it up, has there been a name that you've uh, completely stuffed up uh, before they've uh, entered the court? <laughs> 
You said before we wrap up, we look, I've got uh, it's a list. <laughs> um, look, with the tennis. Because I just find, uh, I find their names the most impossible. Of all the sports, uh, you just look at them and think, how is that pronounced? Well, and the thing is, you've got, um, you know, some of the Serbian and Croatian names, it's IC, and some of them will say ch, and some of them will say k. So, you know, it, it, it's not just looking at the letters and trying to figure out what sounds it's it's trying to understand you know the culture and the, the heritage of the names as well so and even i mean a lot of the you know those baltic states um sosanova or sam samsonova or you know like the, yeah. is it samsonova or is it samsonova <laughs> samsonova you know like they've got different inflections in yeah. different places but to make it easy, and this is this is very cheap, you go to the WTA website yep. or the ATP website, and you look up the player, and next to their name, there's a little speaker, and you uh-huh. click on that speaker, and it's the actual player saying their own name. Right. So even even the uh, Australians will do it. So when they go to, you know, when there's the, yep. the, the tournament at Roland Garros, all of the French-based. Um, you know, media yeah. uh, and whatever, the, well, the global media can click, click on and go, oh, she says her name, Ashley Barty. Yeah. Ashley Barty. <laughs> and it's actually Ash Barty saying her name. Oh, right, um, yeah. So that's that's how you, you know, that's how you know that um, Rabakina isn't Rabakina, yeah. it's Rabakina. Because when <laughs> Yelena Rabakina says her name, yep. she says... Yelena Rabakina. Uh-huh. That's how she says it. So <laughs> That's how you do it. That's oh. our shortcut. <laughs> Very good. Well, you're an absolute pro at it, mate. So I didn't right. want to dwell on the negative stuff that you've done, but um, sometimes it's funny. <laughs> you know what? We're, we're all human uh, and we all stuff it up. Yes. The point is, stuff it up once and don't do it again. And oh, just like... remember... That's not how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, James. Hey, mate, we might leave it there, buddy. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. Oh, look, thanks for having me. It's been uh, it's been a, a whirlwind mm-hmm. and uh, a, a thoroughly enjoyable six minutes with you. Longer <laughs> than that, is it? <laughs> I wasn't timing, but you're not meant to call me out on you. Meant to just go, okay, thanks. Mate. <laughs> no, I know I, you've got a big show. You've got a lot of big guests. Say hello to, to Tyker Neely for me too. Yeah, we'll do, mate. No worries. <laughs> good on you, James. Cheers. See you, mate. Oh, very funny. James Sherry there, the former host of Saturday Disney and amazing, um, and then obviously was um, murdered in Blue Healers in 99 and now does ground announcing all over the all over Melbourne, Docklands and also MCG.